Got a good question, by the way. I've started it, mate, so go on. Oh, welcome to the third episode. I seem to be doing the intros no, every single you, time now. Mate, you just said I've got, I got a good question, so go ahead. We're not ready to do an intro. This, this is casual. Okay, casual. Okay, first question then. We are starting. No intro needed. Uh, are we going to drop names on this, or do you want to just keep them anonymous? We're going straight now? into the question, because I was going to ask you how, how your day's been. Well, I started saying... Finn started the recording early. Right, my day's been fine. Um, thanks for asking. I um, had the cryotherapy thingy. It was, uh, my nipples have never been so cold. As said to Aaron, so the guy who provided the facility, uh, I said to him, if I close my eyes, I probably could have got turned on slightly from my nipples being that sensitive. But hey-ho, it was probably a bit inappropriate. Me and him in a very small box or near each other in a small box. He know, wasn't I'd probably there, liked was it. Yeah. <laughs> he said that two people could fit in there. So I, I said, that, I mean, you should go in. I don't think we'd so be me, too big. Too big, yeah, maybe, maybe. But no, other than that, day has been fantastic. What about yourself, mate? All good? Yeah, good, mate. Busy one. Um, I Literally, that it's been mental. I think it's just because everyone's back in the gym. It's like mm. form videos has quadrupled in the last day. Like It's been a, a bit of a joke, but it's been good. Like It's nice to see everyone back in the gym and, and get back to the clips, but... Obviously, it's like just been hectic. Um, but yeah, other than that, sound. Obviously, I've just been physio after you. Um, I don't even find it cold on my nipples. I think I must have something wrong with my nipples. Um, <laughs> I just get like my triceps are absolutely freezing. Um, but it was better that time. It was a lot more manageable the second time. The first time, towards the end, I was like, get me out. This time, I was like, oh, sound. And it didn't even start for the first like 30 to 45 seconds. So I was in there for nearly four minutes. Oh, yeah. I don't was fine I this time. I think the first time, because I didn't know what like to expect, I was a bit, towards the end, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I was like, I want to get out. But this time, I was fine. Mm, no, that's fair enough. Yeah, I couldn't have done another minute. I didn't think it was that bad. But it was like getting to the point where like, I was looking down on my legs. And you know, like my, my hair's on my legs. Yeah. They had like little icicles on. I was yeah, like, mate. Like, like, you can see all the ice in the air and that. Did you yeah. feel like when I breathe into my nose, I can feel it all in my yeah. nose hair? Yeah, oh, I had a mask on. He told me I had I to did. have a mask on. I did, oh, okay. but still. What, did you just not breathe then for three minutes? Just because you got a mask on. I just breathe. didn't breathe, yeah. Three minutes, you know, hold, holding my breath, you know. <laughs> is that, why, is that how these masks work? Yeah, yeah literally. I've been doing it wrong this whole time. Yeah, you, you've been breathing, mate. No, one, no wonder you. No wonder you gave me COVID. Spreading it. No wonder you gave me COVID. That's the reason why I had it because of you. You came here and you gave me it. I thought that I didn't know the masks were to prevent us from breathing completely. Sorry, mate. Yeah, no. Nah, uh, at least we got that cleared out of the way. That's at least we got that cleared out of the way. However, what we'll do now is we'll actually go into almost the introduction, even though we've already done the intro. So, in this, we're going to go through a few questions, and I say that sparingly because I put up a questions box and legitimately got asked three questions, and one was taking the piss, and two were actually okay. But other we'll than that, use, not. Uh, really. We'll use the previous ones, and we'll just work through them. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think, well, if you want to go through those ones, feel free. Yeah, no, we can do if you want. Yeah, well, we've got to almost make the decision right this second. Go on then, you go first. Do okay. yours and then get... we'll work through the previous ones that I've got. Okay, perfect. Um, you might have to, oh no, I found it. Okay, so like I said, are we name dropping? Are we telling the, the names? Or do you want to, we'll just keep them anonymous for now. Depends. 
Okay, so Adam Zer Life uh, <laughs> at at Adam Zer Life has asked. This might be a pain for you to answer, so prepare, mate. It could be painful this, but I'll try my best to explain. Say I have a smartwatch on, and every day it tells me how many, and then in little brackets, active calories I've burned, of either walking around, etc. Uh, of course, we know that we know we know that. It's mate, how on know. earth are you getting questions this long? Yeah, he sent it on a DM. Oh, uh, and then he goes, that, that, of no, course, we don't accept we... that, that type of question. Yeah, I know. But like, could you put it in the box? Please? This is too physically, <laughs> this is too mentally challenging. Yeah, literally, that's what it is. And then he goes, um, as we know that smartwatches are accurate, um, could, how could we consistently track them? And could we add this onto the food that we're supposed to eat? Thank you. Perfect. Well, because you said thank you, we'll get back to you. If you didn't, yeah. we won't get back to you. We know, we, know, um, we know that you said thank you, so we'll get back to you. Yeah. Now we know, we know that you know that you said thank you. So yeah, pretty much. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to take this one? Do you want to start it? It was a bit long. I, I lost it. I don't have a. I don't have that long attention span. Um, <laughs> this is why they need to be put in the question box. They do. I need it in the box. I can't have it longer than the box. <laughs> I can't read that long paragraph. Um, I, I don't really know that you, you can go over it again because I didn't grasp the whole question properly. But oh. what I would so say is, like, whenever I get this asked by clients or in questions, why are, are you too like you shouldn't be too concerned about that? You know, I'll get clients tag me in in stuff and like, oh, I burned four hundred calories when I was training, and I'll literally say to them like, great, but that is not the goal. Like, I couldn't care less about exactly how many calories you're burning when you're training, and I don't think you should ever think oh, I burnt this amount, so I'm going to eat this amount more. I know he said something like that in it. So yeah, I've yeah. had that before as well. People have asked me like, oh, mate, I don't understand like my total, um, basically my total calorie output, my total energy expenditure. I don't know what it, it's made up from. And if I do a bit more cardio, does it mean I should eat more for my maintenance? Um, and I basically would just say like track your average of your expenditure. Obviously, yeah, the smartwatch might not be 100% accurate, but it will be reliable against itself if you're measuring on that same yes. uh, that same data point each time you're using the same thing. It'll be reliable against itself. Take your average expenditure data, so like literally your steps and your cardio, um, have that as your sort of, if you can track that week by week and keep it relatively similar, that is your energy output. Um, obviously not including like your basal metabolic rate and thermic effect of food, but the energy output that you're aware of basically. Um, so that can be just, what you can manipulate for your energy in um, um, that in terms of food. So then if you were to be, let's say, wanting to be in a slight surplus, eat a bit more or drop the cardio or the steps, vice versa, if you want to be in a deficit. So, yeah, was that – did I answer that to, to a date? Like, I was thinking I was going to add in some things and put like a bit of an additional – comments but i'm not so i'll read out the second part of the question um that he, he sent over that i'm definitely not making up on this on the spot so he then said um and also i'm having a few inconsistencies i'm having my uh, apple watch on my right wrist and i potentially am uh doing some certain masturbational uh tendencies per day and it's giving me inconsistent steps what should i do classic steps <laughs> it, it, it's <laughs> what don't do no, I'd, yeah, I'd just class it as your steps because it, it's more probably more physically demanding than when you're out on a walk. So class it as steps. Depends I don't watching, think it I'd does say. that, to be honest. You don't think? I don't think it Sometimes does. Sometimes I'll get out of bed and I'll have like a thousand steps. I'm like, I haven't even moved today. And what have you been <laughs> doing though? Nothing. <laughs> what do you reckon? <laughs> 
But no, so that's pretty much it. So yeah, Finn answered that perfectly well. Did I, got the because I don't know the question. No, no, no. I completely agree. I completely agree. I don't really think there's much. Yeah, I think just the question. I, just, I missed a bit of the question at the beginning. That's all. Yeah, no, you got it spot on, to be fair. Um, I'd say comparing it itself to the data from today to data from yesterday. So if you're comparing the calories burnt per, per day, per week, it's going to be a consistent variable. I compare it similar, and this is almost like a, it's a bit of a, I'm taking it onto a bit of a tangent, but like, you know, when people used to do those body fat scanners at like pure, at horrendous leisure centers and pure you mean gyms. when I, when I measured at, at 3% body fat? Mate, I've like, got legit. lower than that. I've been lower than that on those. Like, yeah. I remember I didn't drink water for like six hours, had a horrendous workout, but I was like 1.2% body fat. Bro. It tells Surely. you not to, doesn't it? It says don't drink water yeah. for the, the last hour or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, like, it so it's is, like those. Like, if you're thing, tracking yeah. it on the same time, exact same like setting, everything, it's going to give you, it's not going to give you an actual appropriate reading, but to be compared against each other, spot on. And then I always get annoyed with the calories, um, no, the, the increased amount of calories if you've done more activity or steps. Like, that's not the goal. You know, I, I'd be asking if you're in a deficit and you're tracking all the variables that you need to track. If you're going over, why? <laughs> if you yeah, are, you should be say, like, oh. like if like, I'll have that often, like if, obviously if a client can't fully control like their expenditure because of work, then mm. I will just say, right on days that you can control it, we'll have lower steps. So often I'll have clients on like yeah. a weekly average versus a training day and yes. on training day. Yeah. I've got a few clients. Um, weirdly enough on my Sunday check-ins, I had like five out of like, I think like the 10 that I had and they all, all started. Right, rugby. All right. You don't need to drop how many clients you've got. No one cares. No, no one cares. All right, mate. Well, that's literally all my clients. So 50% of my clients <laughs> literally said to me, oh, Reese, I'm starting back. Uh, I'm playing rugby. And, uh, and there was, I had a few of them in different phases and a few were like towards the end of a phase. And like I said to them, we'll just leave it the same. We'll leave food the same. We'll leave everything the same. And then basically we put in, so I almost have on their sheets now, like I have like a training day. I have a non-training day and then like I have a rugby, like non-training day, shall we say. Where did, it's you, just uh, a bit extra did you tell them to just leave it as it is because you couldn't be asked to do any work? I literally I was like I was going through their check-ins and I was just like I heard that I heard them all saying I was like oh lads no changes save it till next week <laughs> literally the check the check-in as we said to you before the two-minute check-ins from the best coaches in the game hey mate really good photos good retraining nutrition's been spot on anyway appreciate that check-in yeah see you later mate see you next week <laughs> I was gonna say the reason that we we're joking about this is because that isn't what we do I'm not saying no. that because that is what we do I don't want people going like Oh my God, really? they don't care and they just go, see you next week. People will take Wait, it. Oh yeah, 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 people will hear that. And they'll go like, if I go on my screencast now, I've got one recording of six seconds and it's hilarious if I name that incorrectly because I could be like, this is someone to check in, six second check in today. Right, do you want to do another one? Go for it. Is this off the once you're in your in page or is this the, is this your Instagram? Uh, now you can go again. Might as well go through the ones you've got. Uh, mate, you go through yours. I'll get them up. I, like I said, I'll have to um, get them up. You go through yours. Well, I've got to get mine up as well. I'll go through okay, the I'll screenshot give I've got. Okay. I'll go through some. Uh, I'll, I'll just uh, I'll just chat then. Right. So I do, we no, do no, appreciate no, no. all the mentions, guys. Uh, I was going to give like a mention oh, to yeah. the story. People shout out, been, shout yeah. out to the followers. Shout out to the listeners. Yeah, shout out to every single people. Uh, every, oh, every single people. I've ruined it, mate. Carry on. Me. That's carry how on. you speak. Yeah, I know. I struggle at times. I literally have a script out. Is that it? Is that our shout out? <laughs> that was yeah, good. <laughs> I, I, I fucked it. I wasn't going to say it. I stopped. I stopped. I'm not saying shout it. Shout out to all the peoples. 
and we'll move on. <laughs> Shout out to all the peoples that have tagged us in stories. Uh, it is good, actually. Sports. I appreciate it. It's quite, it's quite nice, actually, yeah. Mm, yeah, no, it definitely. It's, it's, it shows that pe- people clearly care about me and you chatting on a Tuesday evening. Mm. Right, I'm doing a question now. Okay, go for it. Um, <laughs> too fair, this, One was second. Second. Oh. This, this was when I said I was, I was going to rinse them then, but I remembered that I actually said... Um, topics or things you want us to cover this wasn't uh, get your questions in okay this was before so okay. put, someone put t- tiana quinn tiana quinn strength slash resistance profiles just that yeah but obviously like i said i didn't say ask questions i was going to oh but yeah yeah but yeah go on Fair enough. strength slash okay. resistance profiles go okay fantastic question so it wasn't um, question. it's a topic to cover Okay, so and try not make it too long because we could do a whole episode on this. Because okay. we're so, um, so well uh, knowledgeable on bands and resistance profiles. Yeah, exactly. I, I am as well. Food for thought, I got told off a story, didn't I? I said so, we. I said we're yeah, we. <laughs> So am I. <laughs> yeah, so, so am I. So am I. Um, so um, it's a bit of a tricky one because it's not really given us too much to go into. And I feel like I've said this before, but it would actually be quite a good subsection of one of the podcasts in the future to, to go down yeah, we could do an uh, and it would yeah it would be mint if we had like a section we did timestamps and we had like uh hey, chess not getting time. on at me about the timestamps yeah finn didn't do the timestamps like. did do time I'll, I'll do them when i get chance mate shocking i don't know shocking. i don't know how to do timestamps i'll have to check you upload you upload this on your channel so you're the one who gets the views i get absolutely nothing other than lost time out of this you wouldn't and get a few, views sto- on a few your st- channel anyway no one knows you've got youtube Mate, I have more subscribers than you. <laughs> but you never use it. Yeah, but I have more subscribers than you, so I would. That's irrelevant. You have more subscribers than me because you did a video when you were twelve and it went viral. No, I was fourteen and I was naked. All right, <laughs> fucking get it right, mate. It was. I was fourteen. It wasn't that bad. But right, come anyway. On. Yeah, moving on. So uh, I think it's one that we could break down. So obviously we have, if we think about it from a, a from a strength perspective, so a muscle perspective, that's horrendous terminology, muscle perspective. But if we break it down, there's going to be s- certain profiles of a muscle that's going to be stronger in certain areas. So the lat, for example, is probably the easiest one to go off because if I'm honest, I reckon most 17-year-olds who have trained for about a year would know it. Um, but in reality, getting a lot short, you get weaker in the length and range. So if your arm's extended, lat stretched, you're going to be a bit stronger. So therefore, if you're going to be doing a specific muscle group, to, or if you're going to be doing that muscle group, you'd want to usually tax the position that we're going to be weaker in. And then you'd want to almost work into the length and range as you get deeper. Now, this doesn't really apply to every single muscle group. There's going to be a fair few inconsistencies. But in general, there's going to be a strength profile of a potential muscle. And therefore, you'd want to match it with a resistance profile of said machine it's the reason why if we were to band a certain movement so you see a lot of people uh, reverse banding a hack squat so for example if you imagine the hack squat like cybex hack is ridiculously heavy at the bottom it makes sense to, to potentially band it and therefore it's going to make it easier uh, in the bottom position where we're going to be uh, in a in a position where we're weaker but in reality it's just it's, it's going to be one of those movements where it kind of just suits the the profile slightly better and therefore you see people reverse banding certain movements likewise if you have access to a prime kit you can almost kind of manipulate the profile through making alterations to the pin and uh, and that is a general synopsis of resistance profiles and strength profiles finn do you want to add anything yeah i, w- I would say before that like a strength profile is in relation to you as an individual and the muscle um, and the resistance profile is the machine. So obviously like you said, but people sometimes get those sort of mixed up and don't really understand. So 
the strength profile would be, like we said, in a given muscle where it is stronger and where it is weaker. Um, and then on the resistance profile would be in, on a given machine or a given movement pattern where it is heavier and where it is lighter. And then likewise, you're trying to match those up. So where you're stronger, you want to be matching that up with where sort of you can make, you can add more load. And likewise, you want to almost let the load drop off in positions where you're weaker. So if you imagine you're just trying to rinse everything out of a movement, you want to get the most out of it when you're strong, but also you don't want to then die out when you're weak. So you might see a lot of the time people will just fail in a movement when it maybe doesn't look like they should fail. And that might often be down to the fact that the, the resistance profile and the strength profile isn't quite matching up. Um, often on like a, a pendulum that we used to use in um, in progress works, the, the the Cutler pendulum, it was like insanely heavy. Jay in the Cutler's middle. pendulum. Jay Cutler made it with his own two hands. It was it's a limited edition Jay Cutler pendulum. Um, yeah. He does he does um, uh, hip thrusts as well. I've had a few. I've got a few people programmed on his hip thrusts as well. Um, mm. So it was stupidly heavy in the middle, wasn't it? Like ridiculous to the point where your quads felt like they were nowhere near failure, but you just died. There was nothing left. Yeah. So you, it's got a counterbalance where you could weigh it down, uh, weigh it on the front as well. as like a counterweight and that would actually help in terms of the mid-range. Um, so it was still really challenging. It was really challenging at the bottom. But as you drive up, it sort of dropped off a little bit as the load went sort of closer towards the, the axis point. And that actually made it a hell of a lot easier in terms of driving through that mid-range. It didn't make the movement easier as such. It made it just better, didn't it? Because we could actually take yeah. the cause to failure. So often people will think it's a cop-out putting bands on machines or manipulating the resistance profile. But more often than not, if you're doing it correctly, it's not a cop-out. It's actually trying to... You, you, you're working to get as much out of the movement as possible. So like yesterday is a prime example. The Atlantis hack does not need a reverse band. If, if you're looking at the angle of the machine, if you're looking at, you know, in general, most people will say they're reversing it because of their knees. My knees at the minute aren't great, but the reason I reverse banded it yesterday was was not because of my knees. My knees were sound. It was because I was losing complete tightness in the bottom and I felt like I could do like a lot less load with basically still having enough in my quads, just dying at the bottom. So there's warrant to saying, oh, you just need to get stronger in the bottom. Yeah, definitely. But also then there's, you could just say, well, should I use two, three plates less and feel like I've got loads more in my quads and still die out at the bottom? Just, I'd just be working at higher reps. It's, I still wouldn't feel like I've sort of fatigued my quads through their full contractile range, which should be the focus on, on everything that we do. So, yeah, I think you know, that's a, a good sort of summary on it. Um, but we could always do like an episode on it because it is quite technical and even getting into the fact that the strength profile isn't going to stay the same throughout a whole set as the muscle fatigues, it's going to change within a set and we could get onto that. But um, yeah, I think we'll, we'll leave it there, mate, because we'll end yeah. up going on about it for ages. Agreed. Yeah. I would say as a finishing topic, like it's one of those where, and this is literally a sentence and we'll end it. I think it's important to note. And I think from a programming standpoint, it's, it's imperative to, to a certain degree, but the vast majority, the vast majority of people should just focus on getting strong. And if you notice that it's a limiting factor, then you should address it. But I wouldn't go in, if you're pressing and you're on a low inclined Smith and you're doing 20 kilos per side, I wouldn't be thinking, oh, I need a reverse band. I need to reverse band this. I need to have this as a second movement. I need to reverse band it as a first movement. I'd say you're not strong enough. You probably need more muscle. Therefore, just focus on getting strong. Like, yeah, it, I agree with know. that. I think yeah. it's, it, it is sort of a, a topic that's over-analysed and thought about way too much. Um, yeah, just focus on being accurate and getting strong 
And then if you get to a point where you feel like you understand it enough and you think your training could benefit from manipulating them, then, then yeah. 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 Right. Cool. Next question, sir. You? No, you, mate. I, I can't find it. It was a DM. I couldn't find it. Mate, you didn't get one, did you? Mate, I can go on the questions now if you want to show the YouTube. I, only, I literally said I got three. I got two to a DM and then one on the actual question box. So just carry on. Um, this is from Niall. Shout out, Big Niall. Oh, here we go. The secret to Reese's year-round tan. And I Ooh. know the secret, but I know you won't tell it because you're in denial. No. Well, it's, not, it's not fake tan. All right, it's not fake tan. It's not fake tan. Like, it's not fake Finn, tan. Are you saying, Finn, Finn, are you saying it's fake tan? No, it's not fake tan. It's not fake tan, is it? No, apparently not. No, it's, it's not fucking fake tan, mate. Don't say it is. Yeah. I've never fake tanned in my entire life. It's tinted, it's tinted moisturizer. It's tinted moisturizer. That is a. It's like a naturally occurring. Or did it just turn up in, on your body? Naturally, no, no, no. It, it like comes hands, out straight. It comes body. out. It's like you know the Hulk. Like it's always there, but it slowly comes out of you. That's oh, what it? tinted moisturizer. Like you put it in you, and it just slowly put it in you. Like yeah, like on it, and it goes into your skin, doesn't it? And it comes okay. out. So tinted moisturizer. Um, if I'm honest, when I'm like lean, it's quite a rigorous routine. It's usually like two to three times per week. Uh, so the administration dose is, is quite high as well. Um, but this is something that as I probably get fatter and I not not say I care about my appearance, but I don't really, uh, I do I do it like once a week. I'm similar to you. You got Shannon to do yours, didn't you? Usually. In like, like the first lockdown, lockdown. Yeah. As you can see now, I'm very pale. I think this lighting is making it maybe even yeah. worse. I look yellow. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah, I haven't been. I need to go on. The, I was going on the summer today, but with my current massive workload oh, at Reese Fit, yeah. <laughs> Reese Fit et al. Twenty twenty. With my current massive workload, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty one, mate. By the way, you might have said it last year. Yeah, I might have. So yeah, so sunbed. Yeah, sunbed usually one to two times per week. Uh, I, I'm lucky in the sense I have access to a sunbed due to me owning a sunbed. So a sunbed is in, um, usually rest days. If I was at the office, it's at my, my mother's office. I usually do work there in the evenings. I'll, uh, I'll hop on it uh, in between. I usually, I've actually been having my like meal four on the sunbed, which it, it works quite well because it's 15 minutes and it's, I can just stand there and, and eat and I prop my phone up, have a YouTube video on it. It's fantastic to be fair. What do you watch on so, YouTube? Oh, uh, once you're in, you're in. I rewatch, <laughs> and I just watch myself. I just critically analyze my own performance. And I'm like, oh, I could have been a bit funnier here. Or, Make some notes. Uh, yeah, like, oh, Finn stuttered again. Two minutes in, Finn, stop fucking stuttering. I didn't think I stutter, mate. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. Secret to, to the year-round tan: um, a few administration doses of, uh, I think it's Dove tinted moisturizer, and then one to two sunbeds per week, but. If I'm honest, it's very inconsistent. Sometimes very orange as well, good. isn't it? Yeah, it's weird. Sometimes it looks good and sometimes it looks horrendous. <laughs> horrendous. I look at myself. Orange. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not, it's not too orange. But I think it's that, more, my... it comes across more, a lot more orange on Instagram because I think of, yeah. like, if you have a filter on, it comes a lot more orange. Agreed. Agreed. You need yeah. to stop putting 100 structure on your photos, mate. A structure doesn't it, make any Is it saturation? <laughs> it's saturation or contrast, yeah. Oh, is it? You, structure you know, you got, it. you got yeah, it. I'd look shredded on structure on 100. 100 right now. Anyone would look I'd, shredded I'd, I'd on structure on 100. To be fair, actually, I, I take it back. I don't think I would. You got <laughs> I think, yeah, I, th mm, I think I'd look like, like I'm not, like, I'd probably look maybe t 30 weeks out, 
with 100 structure currently. Well, <laughs> like, you're like 30 weeks out now. No. Less than that. That dies in there, mate. Clen's going in week one, mate. Clen, you're him buying 175 carbon on training days. That's what it's going to be. Right, do you want me to do another one? Go for it, mate. I can't ask the two that you asked. Hmm? I can't ask the two that you asked, can I? It's not appropriate for the podcast. You can't. Say, say, say what you want. You oh, asked t- oh. two questions. Yeah, I did ask two questions. Yeah, I think we should skip past those. Maybe an episode in the future, hey, up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, to be fair, one of my clients, you know, Wayne, um, yeah. he, 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 again, this wasn't a questions thing. He just put, I'd like to be a fly on the wall to see rest period slash nutrition slash fluid slash music slash chat slash intensity slash warm-ups. I mean, that's not something we can really go into as a question, but no. we will definitely, we've said this ourselves, haven't we, that we want to get like mic'd up for a, a, a session and just put like a full session on a, on YouTube, not like <clears throat> staged going into, we're doing this because this, but just literally what we chat about normally and, and have that as yeah. a, a video. Yeah, and also like for those kind of questions, like I know he's one of your clients, so I say this with the utmost respect, but like it wasn't feel free to, no, oh yeah, but, statement or whatever what he wants to see like you know if he really wanted the best experience couldn't he just come to the gym and just stay three machines away from us and just watch does it does he have to introduce himself it'll be so natural we'd get him in in the session it'd be good yeah imagine we're at like uh we're ultra flex rather room we're on the the side no the, uh, the prime leg extension and he's looking through the leg presses from the urinals just like sneakily like oh they're working I wonder what they're talking about. I wonder, wonder what they're doing now. It's, it's really wrestling. not that interesting. Like, you'd probably be very nah. bored. Most of the time, yeah. it's like, you ready? Yeah. Then you, <laughs> you do the set. Good set, man. Come and spot yeah. me in a minute. Because <laughs> yeah. we're never doing we, the same we, thing. Yeah, we get off and we're like, oh, knee's fucked. Back's yeah. fucked. How'd it feel? Yeah, <laughs> like that, yeah, sound. yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that feel good? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. I think like this. maybe we come across like we're like, Mate, so energetic. You've got to put absolutely yeah, everything is... into this set. If you don't put everything, think about what are you thinking about emotionally preset. Mate, I'm thinking about my delts on stage. Like I'm literally like Finn, tell me my delts are going to be shit on stage, and I'm, I start crying, and I'm like, okay, and I just start crying on some lateral raises, <laughs> triple quadruple well, drops. Going, going, my delts think about your delts. Shit. Think about those delts. <laughs> and then the worst thing is, I'm going to actually screen record the part on the video and put it on my story. And I go, oh my God, I'm just so motivated about thinking about these shit delts. Yeah, just think about my horrendous rear delts. It's only my rears. And I'll be going, first place, first place, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it. First, pla- first place or nothing. What what we doing here, bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. you. Now, to be honest, like that in, in all seriousness, we'll do that. We'll do, yeah. at some point, we'll get Joe to come and film and we'll get like road mics, get mic'd up and just have a, a session and even if it's like what two or whatever hours like well too fast yeah. we'd have to crop it because it'd be like a four hour video mm. we'd have to crop yeah. it down but we could do that you know what would be a shout twitch twitch live stream you yeah. could live stream it or just do you could do like that a live be... IGTV couldn't you mm. maybe we'd get like one viewer though it'd be Wayne yeah, it would be literally Wayne. He'd be so interesting. If it's worth like, it, oh, I'm loving just Wayne. Then yeah. just to be a fly on the wall, he'd be he'd be loving it. He would. Right. Uh, 
Go and find. Have you got another question? Mate, long, just go through yours. How long have we been on? Um, don't know. Just keep going, mate. We'll be fine. We'll end it when we get bored. Okay. Um, your way of programming, um, gaining slash mini cut, and expectations for your current off season. This is from a guy who's actually applied today, so uh, appreciate the, the question slash topic of interest, mate. Um, so, your way of programming, mate. It says gaining slash mini cut, so I'm assuming that he's maybe oh, asking how to it. program a mini cut or a gaining phase. Yeah, maybe, or maybe he's asking: Is there any changes in terms of gym programming when you have a when you go through a, a no. mini cut versus a gaining phase? No. Do you not do I high reps to try and tone the muscle? Oh, mate, I was just about to go into that. Literally, I prescribe um, quintru- quintruple drop sets. Um, I go onto Jeremy Buendia's Instagram page and I just take just the exercises. Tag them, just tag them in it and say, do this. Yeah, and I'm like, do this. This is your program. I send it over <laughs> on WhatsApp. They get one weekly WhatsApp per week. And then they're like, go, Reese. I've worked out. You've given me 47 sets to failure today. And I'm like, yeah. You say, do you yeah, want to look good, good check in. See you next week. <laughs> good checking bro good checking see, see, see you next Monday mate catch you later but no so, any questions uh, just let me know they ask you loads of questions and you're just like yep yeah, cheers see ya see you next week any questions again just let me know see you next week on your, your check in day but no so from a training standpoint uh, I think we can both agree in a, in a mini cut or a gaining phase There's, like competition prep I think is different drop to baseline volume unless fatigue's too high you wouldn't want to make any changes from a training standpoint I think potentially it depends on the severity and the, the amount of weight you're going to lose from, a, from the mini cut so like I would class a mini cut for myself a lot more than somebody probably would class maybe just like they class what I lose on a mini cut as like quite a drastic cut. So I would say towards the latter end, I was swapping out a few exercises that just had a bit more stability. So I was taking out like, uh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like, I was probably doing free weight barbell presses or dumbbell presses. And I put in like a low inclined Smith machine um, instead of like a low inclined dumbbell press instead, because there's more stability. But in reality, training stays relatively the same. Yeah. I agree. Um, I even think, like you said, with a like with a mini cut, even towards the end, if you can still maintain some of those movements that that require stability, like for the most part, you probably can. Um, yeah. Dependent on, like you say, how how lean you're going to get. Um, in regard, do you want to go into how you would program a mini cut in regards to nutrition, or do you want to? Um, yeah, it? we'll touch. We'll, I'll touch on it quickly and then I'll let you go in, and take take the rest. So I don't want to sound like your generic um, Instagram coach who says it's get so in, individual. Oh, yeah, what you're going to say the typical. What's the what's the goal of a mini cut? The goal is to get in and get out and get growing yeah. again. <laughs> no, yeah. So and that's we'll what everyone says. Yeah, I know. But then they also say, well, you know, I don't know too much about the appropriate context behind. Yeah, uh, that's true. A lot question. of the time. Yeah, so I would just go on that. It's impossible for, for me to say as a, as a rule of thumb, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to focus on. It's very person dependent. If I was to have a client who came to me instantly and they were like, I want to do a tidy up, I want to do a mini cut, and they had no data of their food, no data of their expenditure, it would usually take a good week or two to even establish the variables into play to the point where you could probably make appropriate decisions. Uh, I mean, if you've been working with someone for a fair amount of time or if you know what you've been consuming, I think it's a lot easier. I would always say, and again, what Finn, 
mentioned, you would not want to be spending uh, a long amount of time, especially considering in this period, training's not going to be, it's not going to be poor, but it's definitely going to be suboptimal in the sense of uh, just overall progression that you're going to have in a surplus. And one thing I would also say, and this is something that I get a lot of people say to me is, like, why do why why do you really need to pull back like do you need to pull back from a biofeedback standpoint is your digestion poor are you really overweight like the vast majority of people could just look at it and say right if i get lean now am i going to have enough muscle to look good when i'm lean the answer most of the time is no so unless you have like a long-term projection of where you want to be and you need to get lean so you can then go into a, a better gaining phase the, the usual outcome is a gaining phase so it would say right just just focus on getting strong focus on progressing your lifts and you're going to be doing that in a in a better standpoint when you're in a surplus so uh when it comes to setting up a mini cut i'll let finn carry on but pretty much it's quite person dependent and i definitely would always try and say be be in and out as quick as you can bro yeah i think like you said that the underlying goal like and, and for unless it's for whatever reason like that it's not but 99.9 percent of the time the goal is always more muscle so like you said for the most part like if you can stay away from mini cuts then i would um because more often than not it's just a time spent where you could be really you know growing and, and pursuing further like further sort of progress in the gaining phase um the only time i really recommend mini cuts is when the the gaining phase has, has come to a point where it's not beneficial anymore so for example if you're in like a point where appetite is horrendous you're feeling sluggish um generally you're not feeling like you're you're actually getting any sort of performance benefit uh, like you're having sort of unnecessary body weight gain unnecessary fat you know that's not progressive or or, or let's say it's not going to actually aid in terms of training progression that is when i would be like right you know let's sort of say we'll have a mini cut um but in regards to like how i would set it up like you say it's very dependent on the person um i would have their if I obviously for a client, I'd have all of their previous data. So I'd be able to see where we need to drop food to in order to, to start seeing a decent amount of, of fat loss. But I would say, don't be on the sort of tentative side, just drop a decent amount straight away. So you can get in and get out as quick as possible. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But like even to the point where if, if like some clients that, you know, you push them up to 4,000, 5,000 calories, like I would eat, literally drop them by 500 to a thousand calories straight away. And, and, and yep. probably keep expenditure the same and obviously keep training performance the same. If anything, for the most part in mini cuts, training performance will still improve because you'll actually feel yeah. more energetic because you're not force feeding yourself with so much food. Uh, but yeah, like you say, you can't say exactly how many calories to drop um, because some people might be trying to mini cut when they're only on 2000 calories. If you are that person, then don't mini cut, train harder and, and get growing. So you're not going to provide the listeners with an exact percentage. No, mate, I'm not. I'm not mate uh, as your as your coach i'm disappointed mate, i thought i would have taught you better at this point as your yeah, coach. i thought i would have taught you better i'm your point. coach i think the initial drop if i'm honest is the easiest but so the initial changes but it's what fo what's following that is usually the hard part because what i've found um with a few people is like you'll work their food up you'll drop like food by quite a drastic amount and you get like an initial like, a very good response like let's say if you're 90 kilos you might lose three four kilos in the first maybe two weeks and you're thinking oh we're ahead of the game we only need to drop maybe another three or four and then it almost kind of like plateaus and we almost have to sit there and it's almost where you're waiting for a change but you're not wanting 
to say right let's put this in let's put that in but in reality i feel like if you've got a if you've got eight weeks ten weeks you don't want to be slowing down at all so if you get an initial drop wicked make the most of it then make another change like there's no you don't need to be thinking right i want to be getting away with the, the least you want to be thinking let's get finished with this and therefore let's make some changes let's, yeah, let's drop i'd, I'd like more. take a bit of a more of an aggressive approach like when it's like yeah. a normal diet for a client like let's say it's just a reset phase at the beginning of coaching or if it is a fat loss client and the primary goal is fat loss, um, then yeah, you'd be more aggressive with it and you make sure that it's adherable and, and, and sustainable basically over that phase to, to get the, the fat off. But in a mini court, it doesn't need to be sustainable like because you're just trying to no. get it done. So I'm quite aggressive sometimes with it. And if, if I don't see a change, I'm like, right, let's do this, let's do this because it's only going to be another two, three weeks and then we're back out the other side of it anyway. Yeah. and also because Finn doesn't talk to his clients after his check-ins even if, like, check-ins made a, so after yeah, big yeah, changes yeah he has to make massive changes because they'll message him four days after saying Finn I'm up three kilos is there any chance we can do anything and he just I'm won't like, reply to the um, you, you can't message me in the week what do you think you're yeah. doing excuse me uh, I have you saved down as Tuesday A and they're like Tuesday A and like yeah you're not allowed to talk to me till Tuesday <laughs> that's it imagine I feel like I hope people don't take this seriously. If anyone does, speak to any of my clients and they'll tell you that that is any. the case. They'll tell you it's, 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 it's bi monthly, it's every other month. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a, and only speak to the six people he coaches. Yeah. That's the important thing. All right, mate. <laughs> have you got a question or not? No, stop asking me. I lied. I can't find the DM. I had a look. <laughs> mate, the only question that came through on there was. You said to, you've to got three questions and you asked me one. And I, and I answered one and I couldn't find the second. It's poor. I mean, you just have to go to the questions box. I, only had, I told you it was the, the better camera. I got, I got told by um, a guy to. Well, actually, I'll ask. I'll ask so here we go. Reese, he asked me, directly asked me by my name. Please buy a new camera. So we have added a, a, a zoom light, so it's a bit brighter. It, they don't, they're not called zoom lights, mate. Yeah, but that's what you type in on Amazon to get them. It's 15 wow. quid and it's so inconsistent. Ring light? It's not a ring light, mate. It's like a box. It's, oh. like, it's big. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty poor, if I'm honest. I plug it into my Mac and it's not great. Yeah. Is it, well, that, yeah. is it that seasonal effective? Disorder one. Nah, nah. That's by that's my Lumi light. That's by my side. Yeah. Quite like that in the morning. So that'd make, make it better, wouldn't it? That'd make the light. Yeah, better. but mate, it's way too bright. Like yeah. if I was to pull this up, if I, like that. Oh, look at that! Lovely. Loads Fantastic. Better. Yeah, if you put yes. that behind the the video. Yeah, them. maybe actually. Yeah, I'll play around with that. I'll play around with, it. and then everyone watching this can, if they have seasonal affective disorder. Cured. They'll feel great after. They'll feel great. But oh, I listened to one. Not only from the laughs, but from the the sad lamp as well. Yeah, I just feel amazing. <laughs> I just feel so motivated now. That's what they're going to do. <laughs> so motivated in every aspect. Right, we've we got any more questions or should we make this the, the last one? Because I don't want it to be a really long episode. I don't know how long we've been on. We need to start timing when we came on. Yeah, right. I don't know why it doesn't show one? you the time on. On Zoom, like it should show you like a time, but it doesn't. Mm. Right, this is from oh, the one yeah. and only Sanaya Fitness or, or Sania oh. or Sania or Shane. This is yeah, from Shane. Shane. It's come from Shane Fitness. Here we go. Let's hear um, it. A full explanation from Reese Fit as to why he doesn't hit full range of motion on his presses, please. And I think it's oh. what we're all wanting to know, mate. 
it, it, it's, it's that every, question. Fantastic every question. Listener. Yeah. Uh, every single listener. Every, every single, single listener. listener That's all that they're tuned in for. So don't answer, actually, because we won't get any listeners after this. Yeah, I know. Everyone's like, like, oh, that's it. I just feel fulfilled in my life. I'm motivated after seeing the Lumi light. I feel motivated after knowing that, that when they talk in between their sets, they're talking about how shit their rear delts are and how shit their delts are. I'm like, come on, think about that stage shot of that most muscular, or that front relaxed, or for me, that like that quarter turn. Where you do, that's all yeah, that you got. Little, you, you stir think about that other quarter turn and the other one yeah. and that next quarter oh. turn. And then think about the wave to the judges when you walk onto the stage. Oh, God. Make really practice that flamboyant wave, that hello. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. Um, anyway, so uh, absolutely fantastic question. Uh, I think the person in question or the person asking the question um, demonstrates an absolutely fantastic high incline reverse band. Uh, I think me and Finn have both said that this is probably the best reverse band we've ever seen when it comes to how it's banded, the, the profile. We pretty much could have just touched on the, the high incline reverse band when we were talking about strength profiles. Absolutely immaculate. I mean, it's a 50 kilo green band and I'm pretty sure it's less than 50 kilos worth of load. So at the bottom, it becomes a lap pull down and it's almost a sense of working like an antagonistic and agonistic muscle pair it's a good in the same set pathway. In the set. It's yeah, like a super interesting. Yeah, super intraset. So you're doing literally, you're doing a press towards the top end where at the start we're going to be strong. <laughs> and then we're doing a pull down in the shortened to begin. Mate, as a first fantastic. movement, that's a fantastic hybrid. Good biomechanics. Yeah, fantastic. Shortened for both. Literally, profile of it Im- immaculate. Anyway, you're going to answer like, the question. You're trying to dodge it. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I gave a good response on my Instagram. I don't feel like I can really repeat you it. You want me to give it for you? No. So I'll just, like, I'll. <laughs> Put it, I'll put it simply. So it's just a sense of my overall mechanics and choosing what really fits me. Uh, the higher the incline of a bench is going to go, I will always go to, to some 90 degree parallel um, and Finn will probably laugh, but I, I actually will. And it stays very consistent. Um, it's just a sense of the higher the bench goes. I usually I have quite long arms in, in a sense. And I literally just go to the point where it's 90 degrees. I usually feel it because my left elbow clicks every single time. So I just go to the point my left elbow clicks. That's 90 degrees. It's pretty perfect uh, in that sense. And then I just initiate the, the push. It's a sense where if I was to actually do a full range press, I would have to rotate my shoulders to the point where it would feel ridiculously uh, uncomfortable. I've had multiple, multiple shoulder niggles. Um, and I'm not going to say that's from doing um, full range or from, because it wasn't, it was literally doing other activities. And it's just a sense of saying, right, I work in an active range. Would I get more stimulus if I went for a greater range of motion? Yes. But would it be safer for me? No. Would it be appropriate to the load? Uh, again, I don't really think there'd be much of a variance during the first lockdown. I flat benched 140 for eight, tapping my chest. During this lockdown, I flat pressed uh, a first rotation, uh, I think of a low incline. I think it was like a 140 for six, and I wasn't touching my chest. So it's not where I'm like actively choosing not to do full range of motion because I'm thinking, oh, I need to get uh, more load. I need to just progress my ego in that sense. It's literally a sense of saying my form stays consistent on a week to week basis, and therefore it's pretty much just a consistent variable. I go to the same point. And we also have to understand it's lifting weights from A to B, and what fits you is not going to fit everybody. And I don't like that definition of saying this doesn't fit me, therefore I'm allowed to do it. But at the same time, like if I'm doing it from a bodybuilding standpoint, which I am, why would I not want to do something that's optimal for me? 
pretty simple. And there's going to be different like um, tendencies of how they access to, to kits. It would be different. And people see a barbell, they see the bar not touching your chest and they instantly are married to this opinion that you have to touch your chest. And if that's going to cause me shoulder issues or that's going to be a bit uncomfortable, why would I? <laughs> there's no benefit and like i said i've been in the boat before when i first started training that if you didn't touch your chest on a flat bench it didn't count it didn't count and uh, i i think if you're powerlifting spot on but i'm not powerlifting i'm bodybuilding and therefore i'll do what works for me and therefore that's going to be working within a safe and active range where i'm not having to like rotate my shoulders forward to, to really try and please what people say on social media so yeah, that's my that's my response. It's the same for for Finn in in that way. You know, you're pressing in some degrees. Uh, you would hey, say on certain angles, mate. You're flat pressing. The question was at your, at your pressing. My pressing is perfect. You've got Finn there, right next to you, performing Lifting everything perfectly, perfectly, perfectly. Have you seen his bent rows? Have you Why seen his flat? No, yeah, right. So I think um, one thing you didn't touch on is like full range. For anyone that's listening, yeah. I'm doing quotation marks. Could because full range isn't isn't even a thing. That's like saying do something perfectly. Like you can't say that because perfect isn't a thing. Like so full range on a let's say a um a flat bench, for example, would be to to tap your chest. Yeah, but then and if you're if, James Holland's head and if you're a sixty kilo bloke, do you think the range is going to be different? That's it, yes. one. But also, what about when you do dumbbells? Is the full range yeah. to let the dumbbells just tear your rotator cuff because you have to go as far down as possible before something stops the weight from moving? No. Touch the so floor. The difference the between your total full range and your active range. But I also believe a lot of the time people say, "Oh, I'm working on my active range." When they're not, they're just saying that to try and move more load, which you see a lot of the time. I think you know everybody's probably been. Uh, at some point guilty of that me my myself included like i've been like oh, i'm working my active range when i could have definitely got a bit more depth and still been working within my active range um but one way that is really useful to to actually sort of assess where you should be going to depth wise on movements would be just to do the movement free weight like mm -hmm. literally with no, no weight at all even just standing so like for example if reese was to do a high incline if he was, if i was to put reese in the position where his torso was at a, an angle of a high incline and I was to tell him to bring his elbows down and control until it feels uncomfortable or until it feels like he has to pinch his scapula back, he would probably only come to about 90 degrees to about here. He wouldn't try and come right down into here because that's not comfortable and it's not sort of his natural movement. It's different, again, that for everyone with different lever lengths, everybody's going to be slightly different. But that is something that is really important and something that when I was PT in that I got clients to do all the time was I'd say, right, just do this movement. And they'd be stood up and they'd be like, what am I doing? And they'd be like, right, we're going to see where your active range is. And I would just get them to bring their elbows back. And I'd say, right, where does it feel like it's bouncing you back? Yeah, so that's a really good indicator of it. When it feels like, for example, on a chest press, like if you were to do this, sat down, just bringing your elbows back, when, it, when you can feel your body almost fighting against you, wanting to push you back, that's because you're going into your passive range and you're bringing in tendons, ligaments, and, and auxiliary sort of muscle groups from the pec, for example, on a chest press that are trying to bounce you into that different position and basically stay within your active range. Same with on a squat. If you were to sit down into a squat under control, where do you feel like you lose control? Where do you feel like you have to bounce out of the bottom? That is your passive range. So that I think is really helpful for people to take into their, their training and not think that you have to just work to these arbitrary ranges that are, are, are not really sort of productive if anything they're yeah. like you say they're sort of 
kind of old school, maybe bro science to an extent. You have to touch here. You have to do this certain amount of range. And more often than not, it actually means that you're going to get less out of the movement because people will start to get niggles on, especially like rotated cuff shoulders a lot of the time. But again, that's not to say skimp out on range. Um, but also, like like we said, you know, a lot of the time, if you're moving weight from A to B and you can standardize your form and you're not doing like, I don't think I've ever watched like one of your presses and gone, you're literally doing like six inches of motion. If you were yeah. literally doing that, then yeah. yeah, it's a bit of a piss take. But yeah. if you could, it's finding that that almost that middle ground where it feels comfortable for you, you feel you can progress it, you know that you're training the target muscle, you're not putting stimulus anywhere else and you need to think right stop giving a shit what people think on social media and do what feels good for you and your progress exactly yeah yeah spot, yeah. On. spot on yeah there's not really anything else to, to add on that I, like i said touching on what you mentioned towards the end i think that is true completely you get a lot a lot uh, and this isn't me naming names i can't really be bothered to go down that avenue but there's a lot of individuals who have this opinion that you ha- you have to do x y and z and you have to go from one point to another and i'm like they're well in their right everyone's got an opinion but i think people like what we said before when we're training in a garage or in a shed and it's me and you and yes i know we put our sets on instagram and but that's more from a from a business standpoint to, to kind of talk about our training and then at the same time it's an accountability we can look back you've got an archive you can always scroll back you know, have a look at what you were training six months ago it'll pop up and you're like oh a year ago i was doing this for a, for a flat bench or whatever and I feel like there's a certain level where you just have to look at it and say, like, we were training on our own and there was no, we'd finish a set and there was no like, oh my God, that was fantastic, mate. That was so good. Like we would just go good set. Or if it was like a new PR, we'd be like, oh, really good stuff. But we didn't really think too much of it. We'd probably ask a question. Oh, was the death okay? More about the next set, the next time. Yeah. And it was, about the yeah, week it was after the next every set. time, like what we're going to get next yeah. Yeah. And it was literally just a sense of focusing on the progression, focusing on what we're doing and not thinking like, oh, I wonder if this person across the gym is noticed or something like that. Like there'll be people that lift and they go off the external factors and reasons. And I think, as you mentioned, not giving a fuck, like the, the best both our pressing has been is when we've been doing a flat press we've doing and we've been doing three to five reps of the top set and we both managed to progress 20 30 kilos which is ridiculous at our level of training considering like we probably if we were to add that every year we'd be, we'd be pressing like 180 200 both of us which is silly you know to think that we're five six seven years into training me a bit more um and we, we progress we progress at the rate we have over lockdown like it's good and that's just from keeping things simple and standardizing it and going right this is working for us let's carry on there's no reason exactly. to stop. It's that, it's if that you were standardization to... of it if if yeah. like for example our range was getting worse and worse and worse each week yeah. then, then it needs looking at and that's the same for anything in the gym out the gym whatever it may be like if you're progressively getting worse just to to push up the load then realistically are you progressing it probably not um but you know if that's the case then that's when you need to reset slightly you know by maybe five ten kilos get back to where it needs to be and then work it back up but that happens all the time like i'll have that with clients all the time sometimes just get a little bit greedy with progression you know yeah if you want it to be perfect you can add on 0.25 kilos per side every single week and you'll probably get the same reps and the same range for however many weeks and don't get me wrong yeah that's great but that's also could be a hell of a lot slower than what you could be doing. You know, think yeah, how many always, times like we've chucked a five kilo oh, aside on a lift and, and been able to manage it week after week after week. Like the hack squat, for example, in lockdown. Yeah. Like, I think I must have put five kilos on that per side for like six to eight weeks. Everything stayed the same and it just kept going up. Like yeah. I maybe made however much progress 
like that I made, I could have, it could have taken me a year to make that progress. If I'd have been like, yes. oh, I need to be slower. I need to be really meticulous. I need to make sure that everything's perfect. Like sometimes you can just overthink it like that. And you, like that happens all the time. I see that a lot with people like, oh, I can't chuck two and a half kilos on because I, I might lose an inch of range. Yeah. Or they got a seven repper and their rep range was a five to nine. And they're like, oh, I need to up it, even though the seven reps were controlled, they looked easy. And I, I completely agree. I think there is a level to it and you have to look at it and go like, I almost say, and it's a lack of a better uh, term, but it's like, I say to most people, uh, I don't actually mention it like this, but just to put it on the podcast, like go to a point where you're progressing and the weight will tell you to fuck off. Like there will get to a point where you keep adding two and a half kilos or five kilos and the set will be horrendous and you'll do it and you'll go, okay, that's the load that I need to almost respect. Yeah. You had up the times. Yeah, it was five, two, five. The amount of times I've thought, right, let's whack five kilos on, let's whack two and a half kilos on. I've got off afterwards. You lose like, like that set was, however many reps. Yeah. Oh, I'll be on like a five, six, no, I'll be like a seven repper and I'll, I'll go down to three reps. I'll be like, I've just lost four reps. I've lost over 50% of the reps. I've only gone up two and a half or five kilos. That's a horrendous set, but it's almost pushing that boundary. Shows you that you're in that level where you need to stay yeah. on that load, work it up before pushing on. But yeah, exactly. I think exactly. as well, like, was similar. I think this is for people who are quite experienced and, and, and already know how to train at a certain level because yeah, for for most people they're not at that level yet you know like we'll have it all the time with clients they'll come on board they'll gain what looks like 80 kilos of strength on like a hinge yes. in the first eight weeks and they're like oh my god it's like yeah but you you haven't gained 80 kilos of strength you were no. just training just at, working at, a you were training at like 20 percent of where you should have been mm-hmm. now you're at 90 percent, and then the progression yeah. starts to slow and they're like oh mate what's going on I'm losing all my progress. It's like, no, yeah, you're just you know actually training hard and it's not going to come as quick as it did. Yeah, they'll start, they'll go, instead of adding like 20 kilos and going up two reps, they'll add like maybe 2.5 kg and gain a rep and they're like, mate, oh, the progress is slowing down. Horrendous like, progress. <laughs> yeah, it's horrendous. I've had, like, they'll check in, they'll be like, oh, I've had a shit week. Uh, and I'll be like, okay, I'll look on their training log and they've like five kilos up, two yeah, reps up. Just because they've been used like, to such massive progression. Yeah, I'm like, this has been a, a like, this, if this was like a week for me, this is a week that I'm putting a story about it and posts about mate, it. Like, this has been like week. if we ever get more than a rep up, it's like yeah. plus two. Like imagine, especially on like pressing and stuff. Like if we yeah. go heavier, if you maintain, that's great. If you Mate, even that, I don't think I ever maintain numbers. Great. Oh yeah, most of the yeah. time, if you go heavier, like we might drop a rep or like yeah. that's you know how that sort of pathway for progression works. But yeah, for most, like I say, for most people, if if you're not at that sort of level yet, get there because you you just go and, and keep putting weight on every every lift until you're at that point because um, yeah. that's when you'll start to see like if you've not experienced that yet what we were just saying then you know work to get there because that's generally what most people need to get to in order to get out of training what they want uh, the people that i've i coach and have coached who maybe don't get the results they want or are struggling to get the results they want are the people who aren't there yet because they're either yeah. not training hard enough or not training accurately enough not willing to film their sets to get to the point where they're training accurately enough that's generally how you're going to get good results is by being accurate and then getting to that point where progression doesn't just come easy by literally just pushing yourself a bit harder. Mm. Like, like we say jokingly, don't we? Like, oh, I might just try a bit harder today. Yeah. Like every single session is, is as much as we've got every time. Like we wouldn't just go, oh, yeah. let's, I might try a bit harder and get an extra rep here. Like, just yeah. not how it works. But just, for a lot of people, oh, that's, just, that's their mindset. 
I was in the set today and I just wanted that that progression. I just wanted it today and it was there. Yeah, mate, you've seen my preparations for a, for a hinge, for an RDO. I, I'd sit with my hood up listening to like 10 different songs that get me like to the point yeah. of like close to tears. And I'd like, I'd go into the set and I can't even see straight. I'm, I can feel my heartbeat in every single like facet of my body. I can literally feel it in my hips, my heartbeat before the set. And I'm like, right, let's go. I'm, I'm going in and there's no and doubt. you still just do like a pretend rack pull. It's weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, it, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. I think I might be doubling your hinge at this point. I would be if I, if I didn't hey, get we don't, we don't hinge. Yeah, no, no hinge coaching. But yeah, like I said, the, the mental standpoint, like I look at it and think like if, if I was to go into a session now and my sleep was an hour and a half off or if I, for, like, mate, forgot to drink. I've got my pre-workout oh, meal. Yeah, I just got into, got into the session and was like, oh, Finn, I literally haven't drank any water today. <laughs> if that had happened, mate, my session, like, there's not a single chance, single yeah. chance, because I'm like, and I, I don't want to be like, I'm on the ball every no, day. No, but it's true. And that's how you get good results. That's how yeah. you get the progress that you get. Yeah, it's consistent. Like, I can guarantee mine and your life in day-to-day, bar your Sunday when you sit in front of the sofa and watch football all day. We don't do anything hey, I'm different. I'm trying to buy a house. That's all I do on Sundays now. Yeah, and watch football in the evenings and sit on the sofa. But anyway, we don't do anything different. Like, we eat the same time of the meals. We, we, we drink water at pretty much the exact same time. I have, like, a set goal. I'm quite... I was going to say something offensive. I will leave it out. Um... <laughs> I always said it I always said something I'm quite special in the sense of like I'll look at the time and I'm like right I know what time I need to finish my first like jug of water for and it's like little things like that like yeah if you can can get those kind of habits like yeah and train hard then you're sorted right mate I'm I'm wrapping it up now yeah yeah sound cool I thought that'd be it right I do the outro I do the outro every single time so I'm, I'm gonna let you do it this time okay thank you to everybody for listening and watching um any suggestions, any questions, anything you want us to cover, please uh, let us know. We'll probably do more of these. We'll put the questions boxes on Instagram. And um, please actually ask more questions so we can do these episodes. To me, just to me. Um, three and I lied about one. Um, yeah, so yeah, we'll leave it there. Um, like, subscribe, share on your stories. Appreciate that. And we'll catch you all in the next one. Cheers, guys.